0: You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your Cleveland Browns are five and two, folks. Um Victory Monday. This is the episode. We're going to get to it again. Um, a little bit different from some of weeks past in the Browns victories of the past. Uh number six, maybe silenced some critics without. His full disposal of a wep- of weapons, 106 on the clock, no timeouts. You figure you're playing for a field goal. Didn't work out that way today. We're going to get to that. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. This show, Locked on Browns, at Locked on Browns. Joined by Pete Smith at underscore Pete Smith underscore from Browns Digest through SI.com for your... Locked on Browns, Victory Monday episode, big one today in Cincinnati. Your Victory Monday episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through the game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it is made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Pete, 106 on the clock. You had a quarterback who, I mean, you guys saw my tweet. um, And when Baker gets in that zone, he gets in that zone. And he certainly had a lot to prove. And apparently now a cracked rib, five touchdown passes, basically after First, I'd say 13, 14 minutes or so, just caught fire from there on out. Uh, your Browns are 5-2. Las Vegas Raiders coming in next week. But, Pete, we've talked about, you know, players being able to step up. And we'll start on the offensive side of the ball. You guys know the drill. We'll get to the defensive side of the ball. We'll get to some final game notes. But, Pete, we if anybody who's wearing the Cleveland Browns jersey right now needed a day, needed to – silence shut up the critics just get it going um i've been screaming for my tight end week this was my tight end week but pete six got right today um and again maybe not 100 health wise but this game was put on him and it's just so great to see and like because look you know we follow these players the way we cover these players pete And you know what Baker goes through and it's so difficult to be the quarterback in any instance whatsoever. And then when things look good, but then there's parts to critique a certain player quarterback. And then you get a day like today where he just got into the zone that we all fell in love with in 2018, that anybody who liked him as a draft prospect fell in love with at Oklahoma. We saw what we thought Baker Mayfield was always going to be there's been some hiccups been some bumps in the road but today six said give me the ball we're going to get it done
1: well look he obviously had the the ugly start through the interception and the f- first five passes were awful but from then on you know he it was it was his day um he was uh he it, and it was, like it, it was sort of like a test it was sort of like you know, momentum thing where it started out, um, you know, a little slow and it was just sort of getting up to speed a little bit. And then, uh, coming out in the second half in particular, uh, they started taking advantage of the intermediate middle of the field where the Bengals were not covering anybody. Uh, and it just started growing from there and they couldn't really come up with answers. And Baker Mayfield, uh, obviously made a couple of monster throws in this one. Uh, I, I mean, I, I thought the bronze were going to tie it at the end. I thought that last play was actually going to be just another, just a nice little, get it up, the, get it up the field a little bit to get Make out it of a chip field goal. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes deep over the top and, you know, I'm still stunned huh. that it was Donovan people's Jones on the other end of it, but it was a, you know, a perfect ball in terms of, you know, it could have been slightly higher or whatever, but I mean, just in terms of being able to get right through the DB uh, I think most importantly,
0: the- Pete, that ball was either Donovan Peoples Jones catches it or it goes out of bounds. You knew you probably had the three in your pocket most likely, but that's where, look, that's where what we needed to see from six, where it was either pro for the Browns, negative for the opponent, and oh, it's so great to see, so great to see.
1: But I mean, it's still, you know, it's still a risk. He, it wasn't a. You Know it, it was still a, a risk to go there, uh, not necessarily in the standpoint of that it was going to get intercepted or anything, but just the amount of time it would take and all that. But they made a, a huge play. Uh, it wasn't just a game managing play, it was a game winning play, and in 100%. this case, literally winning. And it wasn't the only game winning throw he sort of made in this game. Uh, the pass he made to David Njoku was perfect mm-hmm. uh, David Njoku did a great job catching the ball and that type of stuff he made a couple of nice ball he made the the ball he threw to Harrison Bryant where which probably hurt like hell for him uh when he had to when he put everything in it to sort of laser it in in the hole uh, there were just a lot of plays like that and you know we get back to it's un just there's no other word than uncanny how he and uh Rashard Higgins have this like chemistry that just never goes away. And it just, it's like twins up.
0: separated at birth.
1: There's no other way to describe it. They just, they just read each other so well. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, he, he uh, twice, he went back shoulder and it was just a natural thing. Like they, you know, they've been doing it all season long. Uh, You know, the one time it was just like a third and four, something he picks it up and then they go where he's got a pretty good amount of space. And he just sort of zips it in there so that Higgins has the opportunity to catch it. He, you know, Higgins made, uh, an incredible play with the catch and then roll out of bounds. I mean, he did everything right. Yep. Uh, so on the one hand, you've got, you know, you've got a bunch of players who stepped up who haven't been playing much, if at all, again, you know, this isn't the first time this time. uh, more offensively. Uh, but, uh, you have Rashard Higgins step up. You have David Njoku step up. You have Harrison Bryant, who's, who's certainly played, but not in sort of that featured role where they're expecting him to catch passes and like that. Uh, and they all made big plays, and they were all able to to move the ball down the field. Uh, obviously, with Higgins, you know, I, I don't expect good news with uh, Odell Beckham, unless the good news is it's only, you know, a, a – a mangled MCL that you know that's going to take weeks of recovery as opposed to the season. I mean if that's good news and then, then maybe we'll get some good news but other than that it's it's going to be he's going to miss time uh question of how much and and he's got his toe to heal anyway but now you've got a guy who's stepping up now you know getting Richard Higgins is not a fix all it comes with its own set of issues but at least it looks like they've got a guy that comes in there and can immediately do his job. And maybe it will sort of – I don't think Baker Mayfield was feeling the need to throw it Odell like he did last year. Last year it was awful. Uh, but this year it hasn't been a bad. But still I, I'm hoping that he gets that that freedom back where he just finds the open guy, uh, just goes there and does it. And if he does that – uh, then he's going to continue being successful. He may, may not be five touchdowns in in three quarters successful. I mean, his first completion wasn't until the second quarter. Uh, yeah. That you know, that's that's sort of the thing going forward. I I, I don't think this is a cure all by any stretch. There's still things he has to show uh, that he can do. Uh, he has to deal with some hidden coverages and stuff. The Bengals were not getting much pressure. In this one, uh, he he was largely able to step back and, and pick apart a little bit, but nevertheless, it doesn't change the fact that he needed this game, and the Browns not only needed it for the sake of you know the franchise and everything, they they needed it just to win. They they couldn't they don't get this win without Baker Mayfield uh, doing what he did uh, and 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 coming up as big as he did. I mean, he he completed what was essentially his last twenty, I believe twenty three passes, but he mixed a spike in. To stop the clock but going from 0 and 5 with a pick to completing basically your next 23 passes is just incredible football and that wasn't long ago that that would have been close to a record I don't I know it has since been crushed but it wasn't that long ago that Donovan McNabb's record was something like 20 uh, or 21 or somewhere in that neighborhood and I, I know it's been passed since then but just That that's still, you know, there, there are already people are like, well, it's the Bengals. Fine. I get it. I'm not going to, you know, it's not the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it is still an impressive feat on air to, to, to hit that many completions to different weapons. It wasn't all the one guy. It was all kinds of different players all over the field. I was really happy to see Kareem hunt in the passing game. I'd sort of been mentioning that in the last few previews and, and, and stuff like that. I think that helps space them out because that's my big fear with this offense going forward is just spacing and how they're going to be able to create it. Uh, But I I think there's something to be said for being in a situation where you're down Nick Chubb, you're down Wyatt Teller, you're down Austin Hooper, you're down Odell Beckham, uh, you know, from the first quarter on you, you're down Kaderil Hodge, who was, weirdly a, a a useful player in this offense. And, you know, you're still able to go out there and get a win despite all the things that weren't working. No,
0: and that's the thing. And you look at it today, and we're talking about names like David Njoku. We're talking about names about Harrison Bryant, Kareem Hunt, uh, whether it was running the ball, whether it was receiving the ball. Um, I mean, yeah, there could be a whole separate episode of Lockdown Browns going further about whether or not 13 or 80 – is more important because most likely you can only keep one of them and who knows where that goes. Um, But maybe with Baker just being able to get back to the plan of find the open guy, which made him the rookie wonder that he was in 2018. And you pull this one out today, but look, nobody needed this day more than six Baker Mayfield needed this day. He was able to right the wrongs of the first quarter And I mean, after that first interception, my God, Odell down, J.C. Treader down, interception, Cincinnati's got the ball to 25. I mean, you were literally ready to, you know, I mean, just call it a day. But to rally from that with Kareem, the defense making their plays, and we'll get to the defense here. But just, this is what you need. And look, they ain't got to be pretty. And this is what good teams do, again, week in, week out. Look, you you may pick up two to three wins as a good team, and it's not going to be pretty. And this was the case today. It wasn't pretty, but the defense did all they could. It ended up where the opportunity to win this game was put on the offensive side of the ball, and they were able. And Baker Mayfield, more than anybody, needed this day again. This is Jeff Lloyd with Pete Smith, your Victory Monday. Locked on Browns. Just continue to power on through here. Um, Look, daily coverage, five days a week, minimum. Unless some big news breaks on Locked on Browns. Got some good words here from the fine folks over at Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL they joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. As you guys know, I like my 12-ounce jolt right before kickoff. Pepsi is the the refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It is made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. We get to the defensive side of the ball here, and look—I mean, whether it's Miles Garrett and just continuing on his pace for being defensive player of the year—and I don't today only enhance that case, especially with the Browns being now five and two when he can do the things he does. You see it in this place: Ronnie Harrison, ridiculous fumble recovery; um, Terrence Mitchell, the interception hurt. There's no doubt about it. Denzel Ward playing big. Look, this defense, it's coming around, Pete. And, look, they're going to get picked apart at times. They are. But there's some individual talent there that's starting to show itself at times and stepping up when need be. And, you know, it's getting to a point here, and this is where it was crucial probably for what Baker did today, because this defense is doing enough at times to keep this team in games and where the good teams, whether it's New Orleans, Tampa, whatever, you know, you put your offense in a position to win the game, and today the Browns got this as a team who's, you know, trying to climb that mountain. And, look, not all the pieces are there still some instances as far as Goodson, Malcolm Smith, and some guys sometimes playing a little bit over their heads. But as a unit, they're playing well. You can understand at times defenses are just going to get picked apart if you can't get right, the right amount of pressure on the quarterback but again they did enough they held their own they took every punch that was thrown at them put it in a position where the offense could win it the offense did but again turnovers turnovers turnovers. this defense continues week in week out pete to give you all they can even though they are not all the way there yet as a unit
1: well i just thought the defensive line was disappointing um I, you know, I've said all along the, the the defense goes as far as the defensive line takes it. Obviously, Miles Garrett with the sack, fumble is a huge play. He had another sack, which was really impressive, chasing Burrow down. Um, I, you know, as much as I don't, as much as I love to criticize that guy who who, who you know is saying uh, that 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 that's a great game, but I wish I saw more from Garrett. I kind of wish I saw more from Garrett after that, uh, and that's. In large part because the rest of the group was so bad, uh, they just didn't do very much. Sheldon Richardson had a couple of little, uh, had a couple nice plays. Uh, oh, I'm nice. sure he's fighting for half a sack with uh, Kevin Johnson. Uh, but overall, I, they they were getting beat up on the run. They were getting beat up trying to get after the passer. There was very little pass rush at times. They did a really bad job when it came to keeping the middle uh cleaned up as far as you know giving giving a hole for Burrow he, multiple times he just ran straight up the middle uh that that shouldn't have been there. Um you know that type of stuff is frustrating. I, I'm sure Larry Yoganjobi's still hurt. Jordan Elliott, not very good. Uh so a, there were a lot of disappointing aspects to that. Adrian Claiborne not very effective. Um and it just allowed that defense to get picked apart. Their linebackers aren't good other than Malcolm Smith. Uh you know Denzel Ward had a good game for the most part. Uh it's not like he didn't give up receptions though. Uh and mm-hmm. Kevin Johnson same deal very good for the most part. Uh the safety play still a question mark. Um the, so I mean, you give these guys that much time, they're going to figure it out. And, the, and the, to the Bengals credit, they have a lot of talent at receiver. You know, their fourth guy is is somebody that can can make plays. You know, that's not it's not a bad situation for them long term. I mean, AJ Green is sort of like an oh by the way guy in some at some points with this offense, just because Tyler Boyd <laughs> is such a big right. part of it and and T. Higgins is becoming is such a big part of it. Uh but like that 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 was just very frustrating. The tackling was really Bad at times. Uh, the effort level wasn't great. Obviously, Sheldon Rick Ryan is going to get picked on uh, deservedly for his effort without wrapping up. There was just a lot it's of – It's not even hurt. a question of
0: breaking down. It's a question of overrunning, and that's where it's – I mean, like, be smart about it. Know your angles. Like, you near the sideline. Force them out of the sideline. I mean, it was. it's more angles than it is tackling, and, and that's probably the frustrating part.
1: Right. So, I mean, like, you come off the game against Pittsburgh and it felt like this was should be a get-well game for that group. Uh, your defensive line is going against what, what was ultimately with what became without their best two offensive linemen. And then it was their two best offensive linemen and their right tackle. And you still didn't see much. And it was just, like, incredibly no. frustrating. Uh, you know, Edenji... You know, I don't think he's a big drop-off from, from uh, Bobby Hart, but, you know. Jo- no, he's, you know, an upgrade, Williams, he's an upgrade, Pete. He's an upgrade. We all know he's an upgrade. So I just – that part was very disappointing, and, and obviously the Terrence Mitchell thing would have caught a lot of heat if they had lost that game. But I just think the defensive line just was unable to do enough in this game that it you know, exposed the parts of this defense we would expect to get exposed in that situation. Uh, you know, you look at some of the plays that the linebackers were misreading and it was painful. Uh, you know, Mac Wilson and, and B.J. Goodson. B.J. Goodson obviously had the interception. Uh, but overall, they just continue to just be really unimpressive and major question marks. And, and there are some criticisms that can be lobbed at Joe Woods, like emptying out the middle of the field on the opening for the one draw. I, th- I think overall he's a very good defensive coordinator, but that was not a good decision there, and and they had to start dropping defensive ends and sending blitzes and stuff because they were just n- unable to just sit there and send four, which is an embarrassing situation for this line uh, that they had and the Browns' defensive front. Yeah. Like that, that should never happen, and that's ultimately why it was close as it was. Everything in this game, you know, based on just on paper because this is why you, you don't play them on paper. The Browns should have crushed them up front. It looked like that was going to happen early. Uh and I thought early on the defense played okay. Um and the Bengals just made some plays, but it, as it went on it just got worse and worse and worse.
0: Um look I mean you know it's you know it's first time obviously you know and we had talked about this all week where this regime was going to see an opponent for a second time. Um, And look, Joe Burrow, kidding. No slouch. Um, And, you know, maybe you got away with a couple offensive pass interferences and you saw Terrence Mitchell, you saw Denzel Ward asking for those calls, but look, you got to play just basically the hand that you're dealt. And I think they did a good job. And the defense, look, I mean, are, are they still maybe lacking one more playmaker at the linebacker position? One more playmaker in the secondary. Yeah. But you like, where it's trending. Um, I do agree with you where the defensive line, and it seems weird to say they had four sacks in the first half and like the second half, you're kind of like, eh, like, where was it? Um, And it certainly shouldn't have been a, a, you know, a point where they were gassed because it's not like they didn't, you know, didn't have the opportunity to substitute in and out. Uh, And especially with the injuries that came through with the uh, Cincinnati offensive line. So you were certainly, you know, hoping for better, from that standpoint. But look, at the end of the day, this is a team who's learning on the fly. Office staff, I mean, front office, whatever it may be. They're learning on the fly with a, a limited time together. They're five and two. Las Vegas comes to Cleveland week before the bye. Uh, but this team right now, it's, I don't want to say clicking on all cylinders, but they're finding a way to, in games that they should win, they're capable of winning, finding a way to get together. And it's it's just impressive to see. Um, and we'll see with 13's injury, and like I said, there'll be a lot of talk about this, about going further as far as that. Um, and then, you know, 95 just being the star and stud that he is. Um, maybe a little bit more behind that on the defensive line. Um, Harrison looks like a fantastic pickup, obviously. Um, just good day. Um, and this is what you're looking for. And, you know, a, a game like this and you play Cincinnati, you know, so many times the familiarity with both teams is so, so prevalent. You know, you get in your software. It's a tough position, but you find a way to pull it out. You find a way to get that W. We'll get to some final game thoughts as far as the good, the bad, the ugly. But it is Victory Monday on Lockdown Browns. Your host Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated, along for the ride. Just trying to enjoy every second of it here, and uh, whatever comes down tomorrow as far as negatives, folks, just remember one thing: this team is five and two. The improved Billpar is even deliciouser. Not my English; theirs. Eighteen amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six brand new flavors: Karma Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp some of your favorites from the original selection raspberry german chocolate peanut butter banana bread and of course mint brownie bars are 100 covered in chocolate they are soft and they are easy to chew bill bar is great for the health conscious guy or gal lose or maintain wait while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They are also great with the keto diet. The flavor profile for the cookies and cream. 17 grams protein, 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. Go to billbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space, and you'll get a 20% offer, 20% off your next order while using the promo code again locked on for 20 20% off builtbar.com Pete, the good the bad and the ugly um for me the good baker mayfield no doubt about it the bad uh just sequence of maybe the what the defense was and just giving up way too many deep passing plays the ugly, I don't know if there was an ugly from the Cleveland standpoint today as far as, you know, maybe more injuries or whatever. But I, I think the key to the story today, and again, there is no way around it, Baker Mayfield needed this day. He needed a day where the organization was essentially put on his back and he could get back to fielding more like the guy he was in 2018. And we just saw a white hot. Baker Mayfield from basically, and you know, sometimes things get lucky, and that ball was just in the perfect drop for Donovan Peoples Jones. And we talked about him where maybe he wasn't gonna be much of a factor this year, and maybe sometimes situations would dictate the depth of the wide receiver position. And then you go to Hollywood Higgins, touchdown two weeks ago, touchdown last week, 100 yard day this week. Um, you like to see the depth of a roster, Pete, and you and I talk about this all the time. One of the reasons we love the draft process like we do is to build the depth of a roster. And whether it's the tight end position, oh, no, trade Nujoku, or you know the cornerback position, maybe you're too deep here, or the secondary, maybe you're too deep here. These things have a way of working themselves out, and it certainly went in favor of the Browns today. Beggar got hot and was able to eliminate whatever negatives
1: existed today. Well, I mean, look—you uh, already c- covered Mayfield, so I'll, I'll just say JC Treader. Uh, you know, went down in a heap. Uh, same play Beckham did. He—they're uh, uh, saying reportedly that uh, Odell may need major knee surgery. Uh, anyway, JC Treader uh, goes down in a heap, comes back keeps playing plays well uh as as he always seems to do but uh, you know I, I i don't think it can be understated how much of an impact it would have been to lose him uh in addition to Beckham uh but just the fact that you would have been nick harris and 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 chris Hubbard as your as your interior line uh I think that would have been that that would have been a devastating loss so that that that, to me, was a big, big deal. Uh, I mean, the bad continues. I mean, it's the, the 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 fact the linebackers that aren't named Malcolm Smith just don't get better. They just stay bad, uh, and there's nothing. And even Mack,
0: though, like, they tried to say, like, he had that one great coverage, but it was late on the throw from Burrow. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Malcolm Smith. B.J. Goodson's there. Like, he gets an attendance grade, so to speak, for being there almost every down. Um, but this linebacker unit—it's Malcolm Smith, and it's basically the Malcolm Smith et's after that.
1: Yeah, so that was yeah, that continues to just be infuriating. How you know, not unexpectedly, it's not like it's a surprise. But you, the the goal, the hope was that it would get better over the course of the season. And obviously, Jacob Phillips is injured. Uh, they don't have everybody, but the other guys just. Not, not, not giving you much, and it it continues to be, uh, really, really problematic for for what this team can do. And again, I don't think linebackers are that big of a deal. Uh, you know, plenty of teams you don't know who their linebackers are, and they're good. Uh, the Browns are still in that camp, but it just when it gets exposed and and when it becomes that bad, it's hard to ignore, uh, just what it's doing to this team. And
0: look, it just you know, put it the game within, within and on its face. Um, there was plenty of times where everybody felt nervous and felt like, oh man, here we go again. Um, but you get to the point where the final gun is over and the Browns come on the right side of this. It's five and two. You've got the Raiders coming in next week who are currently up by a field goal over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're more improved on how they play. Their talent um they've had their little COVID scare it seems like for the most part they're going to make it through it okay and positive but pete look they ain't got to be pretty um and this is maybe where everybody lost sight of it last week where it was so ugly But look you're not going to clarify today as pretty but you came out on the right side of it five and two you've got nine to go there are some whether it's jacksonville whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Jets, those are some gimmies right within there, which puts you maybe to eight wins. Um, you know, Baltimore a second time, obviously Pittsburgh for a second time. Then there's Tennessee. Then there's Philadelphia. But it's, it's hard not to feel confident where the end result may be of this franchise, whether it's this year or years going further, because the depth is there roster-wise. And it's the ability between the coaching staff to understand exactly what you have and try, and you're not always going to succeed, but try to put them in the correct positions to succeed. And we're, we're just seeing promise from the whole product now. And shit, Pete, we've been doing this since 2017. I don't think we've been able to see this, uh, You know, basically the fruition of the efforts to get this to where the ability and the, you know, expectation to succeed is to where it is now. There's enough there within the roster. It seems like you trust the coaching staff enough and just everybody from the top to the bottom seems to be on the same page. It seems like, you know, and I hate to do this even at just five and two. But it start to the point where maybe there are some expectations
1: for what this team can do. Uh, I'm just getting the playoffs—you're going to get killed, probably. Uh, you get in there, you, you, but even and, still, P to be January fucking football—that alone. Well, yeah, I, I, there's no look. I I, I don't care. Uh, I, I, as I said, you know, you get in, anything can happen. I mean, that's that's the deal. Uh, I I, I, I continue to fight. I continue fight against the idea that it's meaningless. I mean, that's insane to me. Uh, the, this team, right? Whatever's left uh, will benefit immensely from that experience and that you know, just the the atmosphere and, and what it sort of takes to win. I, I understand it won't quite be the normal deal if if you know, it's it's reduced fan capacity and all that stuff or no fans, but it's still a big big deal and it's still playoff football and you still learn from it all that so i mean I, I that has been my expectation that they fight for a playoff spot uh, with the seventh spot they're in great shape um so that you you continue to do that o- other than that it's just about getting better and you know you can you can say that uh, particularly offensively, the Browns got better in this game. I don't think there's any question that they got better. They need to keep getting better because I don't think you can just take this and go, Oh, well, everything's fixed, but you had to have, you you needed this type of game to sort of, to, to get, you know, the insanity sort of over with That that him getting to remind everybody, no, I'm still really good. I just got to get through this and figure it out, get healthy, all that stuff. Um, Hopefully, you know, that that helps. Uh, they, they got one more game before the bye week. Hopefully he can get healthier then. I mean, all this was done with a cracked rib, which is no joke. Most people, you know, they, they, they don't want to bear the idea of sneezing with a cracked rib. So, I mean, that it, it's it's huge for him. I, I'm You know, is it career defining? I don't know. I, I also don't think, uh, you know, it's it's sort of. You know, re- reverses the course and like saves his career or anything like that. But he needed a game. Uh, the abilities there, as I've been saying, it's not like he forgot how to play. He's just got it. It's harder to reclaim former greatness than it is to just build and try to get better. And hopefully, you know, I think in some ways, you're, there's desperation and things that can force you into uh, making some desperate throws, some bad, bad mistakes to try to get it all back. Uh, in this game, he didn't do that. He just sort of played. Uh, far more comfortably after the initial bumps in the road. And hopefully that builds into something. The Raiders are next. Uh, you know, hopefully they build with with that. Whether they win or lose, hopefully it's another step in the right direction. And then they get the bye week, and hopefully they come out firing from that against an awful Houston Texans team.
0: Where you get players back, maybe like Wyatt Heller, Maybe Jacob Phillips is back like that, um, back by that week. And you get more depth to it. But look, I mean, you know, there's been times where, you know, the hierarchy of the Browns roster have had their days, whether it's Denzel Ward, whether it's Miles Garrett, whether it was Odell, we'll see what happens there, whether it was Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield needed this day. And at the end of it, yeah, he was the guy and he proved to be the difference maker today. And you know, with him talking last week, look, none of it matters. Like, and, and Baker's not a fool. He knows he needs to play better. He knows he knows he needs to be more consistent. And last week against Pittsburgh, where it was basically the same mistakes early and could never get it right. Part of that maybe was partly because he was just not all the way there health wise. This week maybe a little bit better, but the same mistakes early and just able to correct them, right them. But you get you know guys feel more confident about themselves. Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples Jones, and look, you know maybe he ain't the return guy, and maybe let's try Dontrell Hilliard. If uh, DPJ is going to have to play more wide receiver, all things that may, you know, come to fruition. Uh, You want to sneak in if Baker's, I mean, if Odell, I mean, Odell's going to go on to IR, call down to Houston, scoop back up Damian Ratley between him and Hodge. They're both good blocking wide receivers. You know, they contribute in the special teams, just roster manipulation that you need to look to. But look, Cleveland Browns are five and two. And I don't want to hear this stuff where everybody gets upset. And, yes, you got boat raced by Pittsburgh. Yes, you got boat raced week one against Baltimore. Maybe you were not all the way there yet, but you were there to at least give yourself a puncher's chance. And, guys, and gals, this is what it's about. We've talk, I mean, I've been here since 2017, and it is the darkest of times where, holy crap, maybe we have a lead in the third quarter. So now we're, you're closing out games. Just enjoy it. Relish it. There's enough depth everywhere talent-wise. This team's got talent. A um, few more pieces certainly could lead to you know championship aspirations, which probably is not going to happen this year. Again, trade deadline may come and go quietly for the Cleveland Browns. But enjoy every damn second where this franchise is at, because all you ever wanted is to win. And right now, here you are sitting 5-2 and two after seven weeks. Everything out. Browns Digest on si.com at underscore Pete Smith underscore Pete and his team over there are doing a fantastic job. The podcast itself at Locked On Browns all over case follow back account DMs are open. I try to do my best to keep the back and forth with everybody. If you guys are going to spend five days a week between the long episodes, the Google News episodes, I try to do my everything I can to be there for you guys. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Again, DMs are open. you got questions, ideas. If you're not really big on social media, you know you can always, always drop something into the DMs. Browns are 5-2. Winners today. Baker Mayfield with a drive to close this game out. To Donovan Peoples-Jones of all things. We talk about this, and you guys have listened to the episodes of Mark Sessler where it was like things almost didn't go the Browns' way. Um, if you had said Baker Mayfield to Donovan Peoples-Jones for a game winner today, Certainly something folks wouldn't believe, which makes you believe that maybe the tides are turning for this franchise. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the L Let's go Brown.